Okay, good evening. So, this really is going to finish Das. Das, of course, is knowledge. It's an amazing thing, actually. Um, it was just so engaging. Someone recommended to me, so I'm reading it. It's a book by Rabbi Aaron Lupiansky, who is the uh, Rosh Hashiva of Yeshiva Greater Washington. Uh, and he put out a, a pretty popular book right now. It's called Orchas Chaim. Ben Torah for Life. And this book is really made for yeshiva boys who are leaving Kolel and going out to work. And the book, the Sefer, uh, is really a guide to how to be matzliach, how to be successful. You've been in yeshiva, Kolel, very often for a long period of time. Now you're going out uh, to work. And one of the things I saw, I think, uh, last night, or the night before, was he had a section called Das, actually. It was like two pages. And what he says as follows. If you want to make sure that you're doing the right thing, then you better take time every day to analyze your life. He says, go for a walk, believe <laughs> it or not. And he actually, Lubyansky, for many years, uh, learned to the Yeshiva, I'm sure he heard, or Volba over those years. But he says, it should be every day you analyze. If you want to make sure, remember, Das is the knowledge not just theoretical knowledge, but practical knowledge. To do what you know is right. Right? Let's go back just my 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 example about the email before Davening. Right? It, it's all kinds of rationalizations telling me to have it, to do it. Right? But is that what I should be doing? Right? The extra piece of chocolate. Because it's on the like I gotta finish all the shalakmanas. You don't want to waste it. So you become the garbage can, or the the. There's like weight watchers and there's weight gainers, <laughs> right? There's weight gainers who go to hotels on Pesach because they spend so much money. How do we get let it go? I'm telling you, I see these people in Miami, Miami Beach is uh, Pesach. There are weight gainers. They say I spent three thousand dollars a person. I better eat my way. I better eat it. So they have to go to the team room every thirty five minutes. Something. I remember once I went with my friend. I, I never went to a hotel in my life for Pesach. I mean, I went to hotels because it was in Florida. So my friend invited me to come to this hotel with him. So much he must have been 15, 16 years old. And it was, like, it, was like this, it was the seventh day of Pesach. And the tea room opened. Now this was on the night of the seventh night of Pesach. Okay? The night of the seventh night of Pesach, after the meal, the tea room opened. You would think these people have, hadn't eaten for weeks. And like, I remember some ladies saying, oh, look, so, look at those cakes. They look so great. I'm like, I, at the time, I was thinking, well, those cakes, they look great. But now, when I, you know, now, now I'm, that was when I was 15, 16. But when I, when I, when I take the tape in reverse, I myself how pathetic. I mean, these people just ate an hour and a half before. They were there seven days of Pesach. And they probably should like, come into this tea room like famished people. Now again, if your mom is hungry, but say there. But this is like this is what Pesach is. Tea rooms. This is what the essence of Pesach is—a tea room to, to sit there. Like mom is so excited about this tea room. So that's not das. And I'm sure, by the way, you ever hear people after the Pesach? I heard those people also. How is Pesach? It's great. I gained ten pounds. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. You know, like what do you, what do you mean? You gained ten pounds, but how did you gain ten pounds? Did you not know better? Didn't you realize that you're going to gain 10, pa- 10 pounds? Like, what, what were you thinking? Right? 
Or, you know, going back to Pesach, another example of Das. It's two days before Pesach, the person's a nervous wreck. Why a nervous wreck? Well, I just started three days ago. I, what were you thinking? <laughs> right, well, last weekend, I'll do this. Das means doing what we're supposed to. So, the last Vad on Das holds tremendously important. Tremendously tremendously important and that's Eitzah that's getting advice in life being echad yesh l'hislamid l'maysa l'yesbardas how does a person become a person of knowledge and that's Eitzah that's taking getting advice if you want to be doing what you're supposed to be doing not what you desire to do I mentioned before I may have an impulse to look at my email. I may have an impulse to eat that chocolate, or I don't want to waste that cookie, or I, or I'm going to be, or I'm just a lazy person. I really don't like uh, cleaning early. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a procrastinator, so my my drive is to wait. Um, you know, or uh, you know, going back to the tea room. I don't like wasting money. There's some people, that, or you know, wherever it may be, that's. You know, uh, to do what you're supposed to do, one of the most important ways to accomplish that is through advice. Minaka uh, says, but first, what is advice? I can tell you, you know, like there's, I think there was a, a radio show, This Is My Life or This Is Your Life. I, well, this is my life as a rabbi. I have literally daily, weekly people. I got someone, an email from today from Oklahoma. Somebody asking me advice. Pasha Oklahoma. That's not, that's, a, that's like, not abnormal. I, you know, I get like, random people listening to my shares. Could be, you'll be honest. Right? If people, lectures, some people just look you up. Some people obviously from the community know me very well. Some people, somebody coming in on Wednesday from San Martin. I never met the person, a Jewish person once. He said it's a life question. I said, all the time. How do you ask advice? You know, I actually, which I'll get to, certainly, which is my most nervous kind of advice. I have that, that coming on Wednesday also with somebody. Um, Wednesday night. Minig ha'olam, who? Shemi, sheyesh lo eza safek. A person has a doubt. You have a doubt in life. Eza safek, ha'olach miyad. People go, you're in doubt. They go immediately and they ask their friend. Or somebody who's bigger than them. Right? When you're, you're a teenager, you speak to your girlfriends. And you're some, some, there are big ladies who are still teenagers, but that's what teenagers do. Oh, what should I do? Should I go to camp? Like I say, do I go to this camp? Or I don't go to this camp. You know, I asked my daughter if she wants to take a class. I don't know, I'm to speak to my friends what classes to take. Like, you know, should I do this? Should I do this? Should I go for the weekend? Or should I not go for the, the decisions you have to make in life, the... These greater decisions. You know, greater is tomorrow. You're like, uh, you're fluent. Uh, these great decisions. Yeah, you probably got to speak to everybody. I guess with my girlfriends. Um, or, if you're a little bit more mature, you ask somebody who's older and more experienced. Right? So, a kid, very often, if they want to go to college, they won't just speak to a, their friends, they speak to a college advisor. Right? If they're from, they'll speak to before they go to seminary or yeshiva. Somebody knows about yeshivas or seminaries. Um, 
Because they go to Golgotha Mimeno. But the problem is as follows. They only think about themselves. Okay, laughter is a suffix. So they go to these college advisors like they're genies. Like they're wizards. Tell me what I should do. Like they don't think about it themselves. They don't go through it in their own... Is this what I want to do? Is this the right thing for me? Does this make sense? Should I be doing this today, this Shabbos, or for the rest of my life? And they don't work it through on their own. Now, obviously, something's going to be a lot more scary. Like, should I marry the person? Should I not marry the person? Should I move here? Should I not move here? Maybe I don't even think about it. I'm telling you, there are people, I get this every day at some level. Ask me what They never thought about it. Like, you, I mean, you, you're going to be living that. You're going to marry this person. You're going to be taking that job. You know, I have people wanting to convert. Should I, Rabbi, should I convert? You're asking me? <laughs> you crazy? I'm going to tell you to convert or not? I'll tell you if you won't convert, then I'll do <laughs> That I've done many times. But I won't tell you whether well, you should convert. You've got to know that. I'm going to tell you to convert. I'm going to tell you to take the job. Now, I will give advice. But this is your life. I'm going to sleep in a different house tonight. How in the world do you come and ask advice that you don't think works for you? This is a very starting point. Now, talking to yeshiva student or anybody, they have a question. This is like typical, in yeshiva, although open up a, 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 a commentary to say right away, to answer the question. They don't think about it. Why? Why on Shemini? Why did Nadav and Avihu? Why does the Chazal say they died because they, did they really bring, did they really drink before they served Hashem? I wouldn't drink before I davened. And there, as great as Moshe Rabbeinu, how in the world did they, what does that mean? Let me look around, see what that's, who, who says what. Hey, well, you know, I have a question on Taisavis in the Gemara. And there must be, oh, uh, or, I'm learning Gemara, I must be the art school Gemara, or, I have a question over here. Let me let me download a bit of Heller. I heard she has a class on this. I'll let me hear what she has to say. Um, this is how you ask advice. This is how you learn Torah. You are not a bardas. You're just a, a parrot relying on other people. A bardas does what's for you. You gotta think about what's real. Unless you have, by the way, if you have Shmuel Navi, if you have a, ro- a, a Raya, you know what a Raya is? How do you translate Raya? A Raya. In the time of prophecy, we haven't had prophets for about 2,500 years, there was a Navi, there was a prophet, and there was a Raya. What was a Raya? A seer. You know what a seer did? So the Vulcan points out that a Raya was able to say, Leo. You should do this. Rachel, you should do this. Right? You imagine somebody coming to you and telling you, this is what God wants you to do. <laughs> and we're on tape here. But you should know, by the way, it's crazy. I had somebody ask me for two, or two people the next day, three asked me, well, one person asked me what, I, what they promised me. One person did what they promised me. You know? But that was not a brilliant. That was that was uh, who know who knows what that was. Um, but Raya, they they said in the name of God, this is what you're supposed to do. That's pretty serious. We don't have that today. So if you're asking advice, you, the the Raya is you. You got to think about what you want to do before you ask anyone advice. 
you better think through very carefully what you want, what it's about. Does this make sense? Does this not make sense? Will I be happy? Will I not be happy? What's going to happen in five years from now if I do this? What's going to happen in five years from now if I don't do this? What, what are the possibilities of success and failure? And obviously if it's a smaller decision, like where you should go out to dinner in Manhattan when you're visiting Manhattan. Okay, don't waste your whole day thinking about that. But the, you can think about it a little bit and ask advice. But, but, but life decisions, you know? You better, even a class you would take in college, if you go to college, or in seminary on a higher level, should I take it on? What are you asking your friends about it? You should better know, do you like that, class, that subject or not? Do you like that teacher or not? Are, are you, are, your girlfriend says take the 9 a.m. class, you, your, your head's still fought at 9 a.m. Your head starts opening up at 10 a.m. Your head's perfect at 10 p.m. at, at 9 a.m. You're like you're groggy. What are you asking somebody else before you think about yourself? Are you, you know, your girlfriend's doing it, so you're going to do it? The case of Yasa Adam Kashayis Tzadik, Yachshayiv, should think about himself. Dafka biatzmo. If you think about it, viyavaro laatzmo, cold study, you think it through very carefully. Imagine, I've had people ask me, should I marry a person? Why are they crazy? Now if you, I'm not telling you if they come to me with Rabbi, I have eight reasons why this is a problem, 29 reasons why it's not a problem. My own feeling is, especially I can help work through. I'm going to tell you. Now, by the way, I have told people not to marry people. That I have done. I've had some cases where it was black and white. This would be a disaster, and. I, I, they thank me to this day. You know, I, I've had that. Uh, you know, um, but to come into my office and say, "Oh, Rabbi, what do you tell me? Should I marry this person?" I'm going to tell you whether you should marry a person or not. I, 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 you may move somewhere. I'm not going to see you for the rest of your life, baby. When you get married to this person, go ask me. You're going to move to the wherever, Waikiki, to, to New York, to Israel, to London. I'm going to tell you to. Maybe you should think about it. And what bothers you, what you like, what your dreams are. Do they fit your dreams? How are you going to relate to his family? How shall relate to your family? Doesn't make sense. You know, do you have like things? And, that, and then maybe if you're stuck on some of these points, I'm happy, happy to advise. I'm happy to help you work through it. But I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your life. You know, this is like... You know, if you go to a guidance counselor, you have some guidance counselor in these colleges, go to this college. Like, what do you mean? They don't even barely know you. Seeing 300 kids in this, in this public school. They come into their office, they look at your grades, they meet you for five minutes, go here. Do you know what that means? Go here? Do you know what they do the rest of your eternity in this world? Do you know what that does to a person, the direction you put a person on? People think three things. See, uh... Yeah, Think it over carefully. You want to have das? Not what you want to do. Because <laughs> you may want to go to a party school. I'm, not, I'm picking a college. The yeshivas are obviously much more are, are real and holy. But even yeshivas, this yeshiva may not be for you. And you want to go there. I know people who've collapsed. And, and, and places are too high for them. 
totally collapsed. You're going to think through this? How is it going to affect you? Well, you, you have relatives. How will it affect them? Because <laughs> guess what? Even if you like it, if they're relatives, they may not like it. And over time, you're going to wake up one day and you're going to regret it. But, you know, it's, you're, you're, on, you're on to it, you know? Think very carefully. Only when you come to conclusions. I'm actually, I'm, I have an opportunity to be some kind of, that was offered to be involved in a major international project. It's really non sequitur right now. I'm Amish. I've been like mulling it over, speaking to people, mulling it over some more. I'm like, not just like, this is like pretty big stuff. Uh, just make a decision. You think about it very carefully. It's a big thing. And the big things I, I put, just for the record, any school that you go to in your life, any school you send your child to, colleges, universities, yeshivas, seminaries, basically, you better think where that's going to put them in life. If you ever move in life, well, how it affects you, your children, your parents, your siblings, like what that will do. What not just today, five years from now, how it's going to affect you. Will you be really happy in life? I would include certainly the most important decision you'll ever make in your life, who you marry. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get more important than that. And who your children marry. It doesn't get more important than that. I mean, you can't, you can't just make those, like, yeah, clock, right? What you should be, how, what you should be doing. I had a family recently that came to me. Not from here. Questions about Shaduchan. I said, did you look into this person? He said, no. The person told us a good idea. I said, let me ask you a question. If this person told you about a $10 million real estate deal, would you just buy the $10 million, not ask any questions? Would you just like go there and buy the property and not look into it? Not look into the zoning? Not look into the investment potential, who the neighbors are? Are you crazy? I said, I said to them, are you crazy? You can let your child marry into somebody you have no idea who they are? Was that insane? Did you ever think about that? Do you know what they? Do you know that the person they marry will be, share their DNA, will affect the rest of your child's eternity? They will share the world to come. They will live in their house. You just let marry them anyone? I literally told me you're crazy. You would never buy a little house for a ten million dollar real estate that way. Somebody tells you it's a good idea. Shkayach. That's how you do. You do. You do something. That's how you make mistakes. And that's how you'll not come to das. Das, to do the right things, takes effort and work. And even asking advice takes effort and work. You need to think through this question. How will it affect you? After you went through all of the things, of course you speak to people wiser and greater. Then you go to them. Am I right? Does this make sense to you? So too, when we started talking about yeshiva students, you're learning Gemara. Don't go to the rabbi right away. You go through the Gemara. You make understanding. And then you should go ask how to do it. Or when you're learning a svarim. Yesh higher kant says a revolba. Dover omok. Something very deep. We actually say this in davening every day. Ksiv, it's a verse in Mishlei, in Proverbs. Rabbis, machshavis, 
Pelevish. Va'atzas Hashem itakum. Many are the thoughts of man, but it's the counsel of God which a person will be successful. When we say that, right? Many are the thoughts of man, but the counsel of God will be successful. Yesh Lahavin says of Asr Volba, What is King Solomon teaching us over? What's the, what's the novel idea? Rak Zeh? That we have many thoughts, and whatever God wants, that's the successful part? How's the Pashat? Of course, what God wants is the, the right idea. <laughs> right? Well, of course, it's what God wants. Right? You think many things, it's what God wants, not what you want. Is that, is that simple? Does that, do you need Shlomo Hamelach to tell you that we have many thoughts and dreams and fantasies and, and ideas in this way and that? What's what God wants? That really makes a difference. But what it really means is as follows. Betoich, this is very important. Ladies, it's, it's good you all came tonight to hear this. Right? For those who are going to hear this online, they're going to have to wait a couple of days to hear this. You're going to have two full days probably ahead of them for the rest of your life to take this home. And some people will hear probably five years from now, so you'll have five years in them. Right? <laughs> Many are the thoughts of man, but it's the advice of God that will prevail. The counsel of Hashem. The explanation is as follows. We take kol riboy machshavah shadum chayshev. Amongst our many thoughts, the isu inyan on a topic yeshna machshavah achas. There is one thought. She atzas Hashem, Hashem ipivdas utfuna, and from that is the knowledge and understanding. That is the knowledge and understanding. There is many thoughts that can come to your mind, but you should know one. Only one of them is the Iker of Das. Is what you should really be doing. Is what God will really tell you, that is for you. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Adam, And therefore, a person, Shivilachtor Bechol Koichoi, if that's the case, amongst my many thoughts, one of them is the counsel of God which will prevail, where I'll be successful to, the, to, to my fullest. A person should dig, think over, what could I possibly do to get to that Atas Hashem? If you're successful to get to that, that's the seer. That's the raya, right? You got to the point where Shmuel and Avi would have taken you to. Right? Shmuel is going to tell you, Leia, you do need to do this. Rachel, you do this. You're there. Because of Rabbah's Machshavah's Belevish, of all of those thoughts, one of them is what the seer would have told you. That is the Yatas Hashem. That is the counsel of God. That is the point you'll be uh, 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 successful. Then he said, and, huh, very nice, but what's the Kiddush? How in the world do I know which one is what God wants of me? This is very nice. It's, I have rapless machshavas. Person's filled with all kinds of thoughts. Should I get married? Should I get? Should I do this? Should I move? Blah, 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 blah. They're constantly thinking. So, fine. One of them is going to be what God wants. 
And a person, many things are fluttering through their mind. What, how in the world do I know which was the right one? V'yishloimar ha'chidish emes the novel thought here that Shlomo is teaching us is that truth truth and the emes or you really the true das or a person really should be doing again it's one thing to say I have das which whether I should go to the weekend or take this class or when you take acid growth or not it's another thing when you're making major colossal life decisions or decisions for your children decisions for your parents you know sometimes you have to make decisions where your parents live when they get older I mean it's like you know, whatever it may be right this is not things that parach ba'ovir and it doesn't fly in the air and just flat flip to you it's it's not ba'ofen shurosi arbitrary I'll do this I'll, I'll, I'll go to this school I'll send my kids there you know I'll, I'll, I'll let my date, kid date this thing I'll buy the house and Fresno, I heard the real estate market is good. Ten million dollars—that's a big deal. Yeah, I'll move. Oh, oh, I'll marry the person. Why not? Man, he seems like a nice guy. He likes beer. I like orange juice. We'll get along. Oh, dude, why not? No, oh, it seems like she, she smiles nice. I'll marry her. <laughs> Isn't that how you live? So, did you want to come to Atzas Hashem? No one thing. There is Rabbis Machshavis. And the only way you're going to get to where Das is, and the big decisions in life, is by hard work. You will, you will, will make egregious mistakes possibly if you don't. You will possibly take the wrong path in life. And some train tracks, you know, like sometimes you ever, you ever get on the highway and you miss a stop. Sometimes you get off the next stop and no big deal. Do you really have time? Was like the next the next exit's like forty five minutes away on the highway. You gotta keep going, and you gotta get back. I mean, it's like crazy. There, there are sometimes if you don't think about it early, you're stuck, and the, or there are great consequences. You know, he, you marry the wrong person. Now you have kids, and you will deal with this for the rest of your life. You made a decision not to go to school or to go to school. You took the wrong. Per- there are people. I, it's crazy to me. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, uh, I do this for a living. This is my life. This is my life. There are people who take job routes and they never thought about it deeply. Is this what they really like? Is this what they're supposed to be doing? Do you actually enjoy this? Will you actually be successful in this? I, I, I almost did this in my life. I told this story many years ago when I was at Bachar. You know, I, I, at one point in my life, was really gung-ho to live in Israel. And I said, I was like 18, 19, I was at different points, I was gung-ho. Still gung-ho for it, but eventually. But I said, you know what, I'm going to be a dentist. I'm going to learn after they work an after day. I was 18. I was 18. 18. A dentist. Do you know, do you know why I thought that way? Because when I was 18 years old, dentistry was needed in Israel. Had great hours. It paid a living, which is hard to make a pronounce in Israel. I took one class in summer school. Thank God I was smart enough. I was in, I think, physics. I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't like physics. 
I'm not, I'm not so happy. I would, why would I want to do this for the next eight years of my life? And guess what? I'm not even great with my hands. And I left it. But I want you to know, there are many people who don't leave it after one class. They will take and do the wrong job. And do you know why they'll do that? Because they're, they're, they're lazy bums who never really thought about what they'll be happy and what they're doing. Or they think short term. You know, when I look back and certain kids when they were younger, they were having fun. They didn't think about consequences. Right? I looked back at certain kids who did yeshiva. I know people made aliyah when I was a kid, when I, when I was younger. And they went into poverty. And other people should have stayed in yeshiva. I mean, both ways. I'm not talking about one way. But like, literally. Like, you, they, 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 you, there's a certain thing in life that they just, it, it comes to them as a whim. I want to marry Koilo, the girl says. We're well, married Koilo. Do you know what Koilo is long term? You know, it's one thing when you're 23 years old and you have very small, small bills. You have eight kids and you have to pay doctor's bills for eight kids. I've heard of that before, right? Right? You got to pay doctor's bills, right? You need to, to put them to schools. And you can't afford a lot of things in life. Do you know what that means at that term? And what happens if your husband doesn't get a job? Will you be happy? Your mother lived in a fancy neighborhood and had new clothes every umptif. You'll never have that if you do this. Will you be happy? When she's 22 years old, oh, of course I'll be happy. Yeah, you, you know why she's happy? Because she heard in seminary and her girlfriend's doing this. I'm not going to get to in seminary. You just going to know it's for you. People are telling you, do this, do this. and Oh, that sounds like a nice idea. Oh, that sounds like a nice idea. Oh, this is great. You, you person writing a book, they read a Mishpacha magazine. Well, she did this, well, I'll do this. Right? She read it on me the next day, a different thing. Well, maybe I'll do this. And they read this newspaper. Oh, maybe I'll do this. Well, I mean, I once had somebody come to my office, like three weeks straight. Their life was like, I want to do this. No, no, I want to do this. And I want to do this. I mean, how in the world do you live like that? That's, do you, you know, that wasn't like, you know, I'm going to do this. It was like this, this, and this. Like, for those who are listening, extremes and everything was whimsical now I, I, I'm giving you egregious cases but we all do this to an extent <laughs> right you cannot come to the Sashem by just reading a magazine or hearing a shir or thinking what you want for five minutes or going with your emotions it won't come arbitrarily. There is an Atzas Hashem, which is there. Just like we're obligated to, to differentiate between purity and between Tame, and Tame and, and, and are very difficult parts of Torah. Or, and, and it could be like a hair's breadth. You know, you're doing kashas. Not what you do, but if you're in a schlacht house and you're looking at an animal, it could be a, a hair's breadth between a whole animal being kosher, all of the meat being kosher, and all the meat being treif. Okay, a hair's breadth. It could be a hole in the stomach and you're measuring it, how big it is. If you're rough and you deal with taras mishpacha, let me tell you sometimes, a little millimeter of red can make a big difference. It's not a joke. Right? It's, just, yeah, it's serious stuff. It's yeah, there, not this, that. 
Kach Aleinu says the Volba Lahavdil Ben Aribu were obligated. If you want to have das, if you want to do what you're supposed to do, not what you want to do, not what you think because you read a book one day or heard a radio show, or you know your girlfriend did it because she did it. I should do it. Really, she does. She, she's not you. <laughs> Right? It's not because she does it, you do it. But you thought you think about it. And not just think about it for five minutes as you're washing dishes. We have lots of things that go through our mind. But there's one thing which is which the, the, the Navi, the seer himself, which is the Atsas Hashem Bikabenu. And it starts with us and nobody else. That's why you can't just ask us, should I marry him? Should I do this job? You need to think. You, we need to think. Does this make sense for me? It's not so easy. It takes sometimes years to really come to a person, a bardas. There's no speed course to do this. It means being brutally honest. It means thinking through things. It means sometimes making a decision, not being sure and waiting. Because sometimes the waiting until you have clarity, you don't... <laughs> Somebody recently was telling me they were, they were unsure and made a decision. I said to them, do you realize if you do this, you're at the point of no return to a large extent. You, this won't just affect by this you for next year. It will affect the rest of your life in this world. And if it affects the rest of your life in this world, it will affect Oilam forever. So you better not make a decision unless you're 100% sure. Somebody comes to me and they tell me at the end of the day, Rabbi Levine, I've dated, I've dated, I've dated this girl and I don't like her. Or I'm not sure. Or, like sometimes it's just partial fear. So you have to get a person over the fear. But sometimes there's real doubts. You realize that this is the most important decision you'll make? <laughs> you have some nagging doubts? I'm not telling you to marry such a person. Again, if it's fear, if you know it's right, it just... Sometimes the people like know what they're supposed to do. They're just scared to do it. <laughs> That's something else. They don't know they're supposed to do something. It's just chicken. So I'm happy to help. I mean, I, I can give a person courage. You know what's right. I'll give you the courage to do it. But if you're uncertain, it's not like you can't just erase it. I mean, I've had people make this into their children. They can't turn back the clock. <laughs> you just can't turn back that clock. Yourself, you can fix it. Your kids... Yeah, there's no going back on a lot of things in life. You could try to help them fix themselves, but there's no going back, right? right? You can't choose for other people. When they're little, you can choose for them to a large extent. Now, and I say this, by the way, I know people who put their kids in the wrong environments, sometimes too religious, sometimes more often than not, not religious enough. Sometimes in life, they, they push their kids in certain directions, which is, I mean, and he did it without thinking what this kid needs. You know, like, what, what, you know. I have one of my kids, I was telling somebody, one of his teachers, because this kid is so complex. I, I, the kid could be a superstar, chas v'shal, I'm not. And if I, if I, don't, I have to always think through with this child, like, what they need, not what I need. They need. It's like, it's like really it takes me a lot of thought. Actually, I actually have two kids like that, but one in particular, right? It's it's not like I can just give them a, a, a chinuch like 
a cookie cutter. It would be very detrimental for these kids. Some of my kids are very easy boxed kids. Not really fully boxed, any of them. But some of them are more boxed. Right? It's, but you know what? If you have a kid who's not in the box or complex and you push the wrong way, it's not. It's not. And you can't go back on certain things. It, 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 and with us, you making a decision, there are a lot, certain decisions in life that train leads the tracks. And there's no exit for a long time. And if there is an exit, it's at a high cost. And if you're making those kind of decisions, you don't make it unless you really thought it through. And I'm saying this very seriously because unfortunately, not only is my life dealing with people's decisions, but my life is very often seeing bad decisions. And the people come crying, which had nothing to do with these decisions which happened five years ago, 10, 20, even 30, 40 years ago. And the consequences of those I wouldn't even call them decisions very often. Sometimes they're decisions. And sometimes they were just not thought out, going with the flow, letting it fly, just reading a magazine and doing this, following their whim. You know, you know they heard about something cute or nice. They read about something. Or their, her, their girlfriend did it. So I want to do it. Or, or she's doing this. So I want to do this. You had a question? Yes, I have the, one of the things is as you learn more, obviously you think more deeply and more careful, but some of the most, the biggest impact decisions I made, say, for example, for me when I was younger, I can't say I thought that deeply about things. I didn't think about what job, where I'd go, but it was pretty much on a whim. Right. <laughs> and there's still some of the best outcomes I could have possibly imagined. Right. And yet, and some things now, I think over and think over to the point that you're immobilized because, you know, it's really hard to make some decisions. And it's, so in some ways, I obviously had Hashem help me when I didn't deserve it. Also, right. Got, got uh, decisions made. But narrowing it down now when you, you weigh more and more, and I think also as you get older and there's more and more... That you're you're, there's more weighty things also when you're older because yeah, so you're making decisions for other people. How do you, yeah, that, how do you know which one to pick? It's still, to me, it still feels almost like on a whim. Sometimes I'll get it right, sometimes I won't. I can't, I don't feel like my judgment It's a good thing you came tonight. <laughs> so we're not there yet. But the first thing is, is that, you, that when you're making decisions, is to think it through yourself. Right to really go through it, and that's just another. Now there is God sometimes has plans for people, and even though the, the GPS will lead you on certain routes, even despite your carelessness, there, that's also a factor. But I would not bank on that in life, right? You know, sometimes you get jackpots. You marry the right, you didn't think it through. You marry the right person, but I can show you the world. You know, that's ten percent. So you may have got, for whatever reason, God was very careful or nice to you. Or sometimes what you thought was not a whim, what's on a whim is really not such a whim. It's just like, you look back, today you would have thought, but really, you were pretty confident at the time and it made sense. Um, but, other, but in life, you, I mean, in general, people who don't think through things <laughs> suffer consequences. Um, and people who, who, are, who, are, who are well thought. Now, what you said, though, I haven't dealt with, um, and that is, is whenever a person is making a decision, 
there's the God factor. So part of all our, of our decision, I think I have a drush once about this, it's the Dabba Tashem, is we need God's, because even with all of our all of our efforts, we need Hashem's blessing for Siyata Deshmaya, right? That's the, 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 without that, we have nothing. So we, we, a person who's making decisions should be davening to Hashem certainly for, for clarity uh, in that decision making. Um, but just to get back to your question, once you've thought through it, then you get advice. And advice is critical and crucial to serious decision making. While there is that, we should also come to Lakayim. It says in Proverbs, Mishlei, Umesek re'eyum asak nefesh. And, Matak, excuse me, and it's sweet, uh, the, 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 the sweetest thing, your friend, is, is, is good advice. Inyan ha'etza. If you can have good advice, now, we'll talk about who should be giving advice in a moment. Is midarche gemilas chasadim ke'edua. It's from the greatest kindnesses. Shri in Shari Tshuva, Ben says, Gates of Repentance, Shashlushi, that it's the main kindness that you can do for a person is to give good advice. Now, if somebody likes to offer their opinion to everyone and everything, I would never ask their advice. Because that's not advice, they're just giving their opinion. Advice is always thought out, always tailor made. Always, real advice is that the person has knowledge. Uh, if somebody asks me medical advice, I would say nine out of ten I will punt. Why? I do not have medical background. I, I am. I you know. Uh, tell my husband. Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell her husband that. What? He likes to answer the medical questions that come to my house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, you me that, that's the people you don't... Nothing against your husband, by the way. Uh, not, you do not ask those people. There are people who offer their opinions about everything, and they don't have any background to offer this. Right? We're talking about a person who has either life experience, education, Torah wisdom. Right? I, 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 if I'm going to ask parenting advice... Hmm, I'm not going to ask a 22-year-old kid. I don't care how smart they are. I'm not going to ask somebody who just has... I have teenagers. I'm going to ask somebody who has a bunch of 5-year-old kids. They don't have the foggiest idea what a teen- teenager is like. Right? You need to ask somebody who's experienced that. Have and you, not read books. I were in a call with 10 of them at one time. No. <laughs> that's not experience. That's, that's, a, that's a glimpse. Uh, right? It, it means... It, there's a difference of book knowledge and real knowledge. Right? Could you imagine... Reading books about nursing and being a nurse. How much more experience? Do you think that today you're a better nurse than 10 years ago? Oh. Why? You see it more. Yeah. Right? Would you ask advice from a, a rookie nurse? What if she went to like Stanford? Definitely not. Definitely. What about Penn? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Penn. No, I, I, you know, you know what, what, what means you, when you ask advice, this is very important. I, I, people tell me, oh, I ask so-and-so. I'm like, are you crazy? You ask somebody who's not married. I mean, whether you should marry the person, they have no idea what they're talking about. I asked this person about the preschool. Uh, you should pre- so I, I mean, I get the preschool person, this person's never been in the preschool. How in the world do they give me what? What do they know? I asked them about me. I don't, 
Did they ever in a mirror? They asked them this. I asked them about. Someone told me, "Make aliyah." I said, "Hey, do you ever to Israel? No. Yeah, why do I make aliyah? Well, it's a, it's a mitzvah. Okay, it's a lot of mitzvahs. I give you. Does that make sense for you? No, it's not an obligatory mitzvah. So if you want to make aliyah, by the way, I'm, I'm a big fan. If it makes sense, but, but now if it doesn't make sense, I, I want to learn in Kailo. I want I want to mar- I want to get married. Mitzvah get married. First, says 18 to the chuppah. Okay, great. You're 20 years old. How are you going to get married? I have no money. Do you know, you're, you're still immature. How are you going to get married? Like, who, my, my friend in Yeshiva told me, a friend in Yeshiva told you, that's very nice. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you simple cases. My life is obviously not as simple as the case I said, for the most part. You ask advice, you need the person giving advice. Now, I'm just telling you, this Wednesday, I have somebody, I'm not joking, not from San Jose, you know, making a, a life. Coming to me with a life decision, and this is the tracks like this. They can do this. They can do this. Do you know what that is? And I'm giving this person advice. I will tell you one thing. I feel the tracks moving in different directions, and I don't. And it's not. And it's not like you know going to a fraternity or going to yeshiva. It's not like that. It's it's a little bit like gray, right? <laughs> you know, I don't think this person thought it out a lot. But I'm happy to be surprised when I meet them for my initial conversations. But I, 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 I'm not going to give advice in one second, and I don't just give. You know, I'm to my small level. I'll think about it. Revolva, by the way, I once saw that he said the author of the Sefer, who I asked some life questions to. Um, he passed away in 2004, so I was in yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael 20 something years ago. I had the merit to, to, to meet, speak to him multiple times. Um, he used to say when people would ask him like critical life advice, he felt Gehenim open below him. It's a huge responsibility. Yes. So he felt Gehenim open below him. So if people offer flippant advice, go to this school, go to yeshiva, don't get this move, do this, do that, marry her, marry him, I think you look great, I think you should marry him. Do you know, by the way, that this guy is, is bipolar? Did you, did you think about that? And that, that's a serious thing to live with? Do you realize that we'll do it to the kids? No, I think you should marry him. Is this some, who said this? A 30-year-old girl who doesn't know the foggiest idea what that means. You know? Oh, I think you should marry her. What do you mean you should marry her? She, she comes, like she's, she's psychotic. Or she's, you know, or she's a million times more religious than you. She's going to expect you to go to show every day. And you go once a week. Now that may be good, by the way. But it won't be good if you don't have a happy marriage. It's not a joke. People just offer advice. I'm telling you, people. I was at Shabbos as my kid. I, I look back. I reverse the tapes. I'm like, people said the craziest things to people. You know, they offered all kinds of advice they should not be offering, and some people actually listen to that advice. You know, I remember some people in yeshiva. They have a, they hear a good schmooze, yeshiva and kailal, and then that, it wasn't for them. I remember once at the mashkech of Lakewood, Matisel Salman said to him. He was talking about like people going out to work from the from the Kailo, Lakewood, Lakewood, Mamish. He says, I said to him, why don't you like you say? Because he told me many of these people should go out to work. So why don't you say in Shiva? He said the wrong people hear the wrong things. Like we say that publicly, everyone they had the wrong ideas. Like you know, they need, so I said, what should they do? They asked about the sales summit. He said they need to think through it and ask. Come to me for advice. He started getting, but there are people who hear one lecture. 
And they make it a life decision. They read an article. They see a show. And there are people who give advice. Like the medical advice. Uh, they're giving medical advice. Why? Oh, they read an article on the Mayo Clinic's website. So they're an expert. Have you met such people before? No, I'm not talking at home. No, but... but yeah. You have to have a basis for knowing it. Yeah. Right? I mean. So, but... Mayim Amukim, listen to this. It says, you're giving advice and taking advice. After you've thought through it, go to a wise person to get advice. A person who has an expertise. Right? If you want to buy a car, speak to people who know how to buy cars. Want to buy a house? Speak to experts. If you want the Torah, you have to speak to a Talmud Chacham, right? If you want marriage advice, I remember when I got married, I was engaged. I asked someone, "Who should I speak to?" And the advice was actually good advice. Yeah, speak to your chassan teacher, speak to a certain rabbi, and find somebody who seems to you to be a very successful kolal guy who's happily married who's closer to your age, and speak to them. Ask them for advice. Because they're, they're two, three years out of you. They're fresh. Ask them. Right? So you ask people, or the, right, the right people, or the right friends. It could be a, there are friends who are good in advice, or have expertise. Some friends are good in certain areas, and not good in other areas. Some friends are partial. I'll go back to my teenagers. You ask your friend, should I go to this camp? Well, they're going to this camp, so they want you to go to the camp. That's not a good friend to ask advice to. Because they want you to go. <laughs> they're, they're biased. Sometimes even parents are biased a certain way. You need to know that, by the way. It could be that they're biased. Right? Sometimes the rebellion are biased. It's possible too. You need to ask people who are impartial or, or big enough, big enough to leave their own preferences aside. There are parents who are biased who can even though they have a preference, give advice because they care about you and love you enough to put your... There are and friends and teachers. But be, buyer be warned that when people are biased, their advice can be tainted, even though they're typically good advice givers. Right? Because they have a vested interest in you going to their camp or to their house for lunch or to the perm party with them or the, the Pesach retreat with them. <laughs> you know, or whatever it is, right? I wasn't talking to you too, by the way. You're uh, you're not biased, right? Right? Whatever it may be, when people are biased, they're not always the best advice givers. Um, but when you do have that ability to get advice, and you've thought through it, so it's a, listen to the language of of, of Mishla again. Mayim amukim atas believe ish. The, 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 the depth the, a true advice is deep waters and a wise person is able to, to, to get it out good advice is das it's knowledge says the the person is able to bring things from one thing to connect things to see the, the ramifications, not just today, not just tomorrow, not just things that are evident, but things that could that will happen or could happen. This person who takes that's 
you know, looks through what this will be. I'm telling you, I've spoken to Gedalim. I thought one way, and then you speak to no, if you do this in six years, this will be the case. It's a different look. It's not just superficial advice. Eich, lift with eight, so you don't give advice, like, oh, just do this. Someone comes to the office, bam, like, shot. There is no way that there can be serious things. If it's really a great question, if it's black and white, you know, then since it could be like this, right? But if it's a great question, it's not simple. If there's all kinds of, re- of ramifications for all kinds of people. <laughs> By the way, when you get older, things affect just not just you. There's, and there's, there's all kinds of chain reactions to things, which a person better very think very carefully about. And when you're older, the train is a lot harder to move around when you're young and you're, you have nothing. When you're 21 years old and you change your major in college, your career, you've seen that before, by the way? Any kids on it so far? Right? So it's not, but when you're 48 years old and you say, I want to be a doctor at 48, uh, it's possible, but improbable to say the least. You, what, why is it improbable? Because you never took in one medical, one, number, one science class in college. You never thought about when you were 20 years old, you like science, and maybe I should take, be a doctor. It's a lot harder when you're older, right? And, you need to, and now you need to make a living, and you're established, and you're, there's a million other things that happen in life. So you just shouldn't just give advice, don't just ask advice, yesh lahamik, just like the yesh lahamik, hadak, heidek, heitev, you should look until Hashem gives you good advice, right? And then eitzah, to give advice has to come from the depths. Obviously, if you have a tzaddik or a tzaddikist, they're, they're a lot closer to Ratzon Hashem. And they're a lot more intellectually honest. And they have siyat ha more. But everyone has to have from the depth. Kanye shlanu, makam rachel, this is a good person to teach ourselves. Sveika shlanu, our doubts. Kush shlanu, our problems. Eitz shlanu. And when we need advice, or we give advice, bekulan, all of these things. Anutzrichem, the way you go is the right way is do not write, run to anybody <laughs> to ask advice uh, until we are, uh, we've thought through it clearly honestly short term long term right left again if, you're, if, you're, if your question is to what, what restaurant to eat Manhattan don't kill yourself over it okay I, maybe I, sh- I, I see people do this. Maybe I have so many choices. It's Pico Robinson. There's 25 lessons. Should I do this? Call this girlfriend. There's bigger things in life to worry about. You know, my advice for anyone like that is chill out, get some food, and forget about it. Right? You know, you'll go to the restaurant next time. But when there are real decisions that are consequential, then you know you better be very slow and very thought out. Now, slow is different for different people, different strokes for different folks. Um, and then to ask a person who's also careful in their advice and has the expertise to advise even better if they're impartial and, and care about you um, or know you that's the best going to some stranger who has no idea who you are 
In Yanim Ke'elo, Misrachshin Kolon, these things come up at small levels every day. We have to, which a person should think, and um, sometime before you're doing something, in Das, should I be doing this? <laughs> That's a good way to teach you for the hard questions in life, for the big questions. Should I be doing this? Also, he brings out every day when you say Shimon Esrei, two, three times a day if you're, if you're a man, right? Atachainen. We should be. Atachainen la Adam. What do we ask for? Das. God, give us Das. Right? Say that, Bracha, come on and give me Das. Not Chachma. Yeah, we ask for Chachma being at the end, but it's Atachainen la Adam Das. Because the ultimate is Das. Because you could be so smart. And not do not apply your your genius. You can be very intuitive, and not apply that. Hashem, give me. But as I said a few weeks ago on Shabbos, don't say Imir Tzah Hashem. Say Imir Tzah. I'll help Hashem. You can say all day long. If you don't think through things, you're going to fall into quicksand or into to swamps in life, or you'll 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 make terrible decisions for your family members sometimes. Which they'll fall into into it. Yiratzin. These small things that we discuss, he says, should help us to acquire das. How das Because if you have das, you have das. You have this kind of knowledge, applicable knowledge. If you do what you're supposed to do, and not what you want to do, and not what other people flippantly tell you to do, or magazines tell you to do, or news articles tell you to do, or, or your whimsical emotions tell you to do, but you do the Atas Hashem, which is your Atas Hashem, which is your Das, then you have it all. That's Hakol. That's the life that you're supposed to, you, not me, me, not you, are supposed to live. As our sages tell us, you know what a person is missing everything? A person who doesn't have das is missing everything. They're missing, they could even be somewhat successful, but they're missing everything. They're not the people they could and should be. Rav Nachman was in Babylonia, and Rav Nachman said, Marav Amru, Dada Bekula Bey. A person who has das has it all. A person who doesn't have das has nothing. That's all for das, ladies. I'll give you some good advice. This is all online. Chachma, Bina, Das, Zerizus. It's good to review these things. These lessons have Volba teaches us so much. We are journeying for Pesach. Next week we'll pick up with uh, a class on cleaning for Pesach. And then we'll pick up after Pesach. Okay.